Test one, two, one, two. This is Juanqui. And this is Hawk. And, and this, this is, is the JH Podcast. Hey, I'm in a Let's move go. for a switch up. I hit the function, hit the rose till I hiccup. I hit the stage and leave with money that's a sticker. She picture perfect, so I told him I'm a flicker. Bill, I'm in a move for a change up. We are back. We have been on hiatus for a while. For a quick second. Yeah, it's been like what? Like six weeks? Like six weeks. Six but weeks? So wow. this is officially our second season, season episode two. one. One. Yay, we made it through one season. Yeah, thank God. How right? was it? That How was did you nice. feel? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I We reached every continent. Yeah. We reached every in continent. in the world. So we want to say what's up to everybody Everywhere. All over the world. We everywhere. have listeners everywhere. We appreciate you guys. So we, we hope you guys enjoy this second season as much as you guys have enjoyed the first one. So uh, a lot of things have happened since we've been gone, too. So, but before we get into that, something that will remain with us every season after season is our energy carpool. This one is from the Soul's Journey by James Van Prague. Prague. All right. So let's just see. What we get. Denial. I acknowledge my fear, but I replace it with the insight of awareness. Denial. I acknowledge my fear, but I replace it with the insight of awareness. And um, when I think of denial, I think about all the times in my life where I had denial, right? Yeah. But I think for me, what has been... um, amazing in denial is when you come to that realization that you were in denial yeah and usually when you come to that point you have already grown for the situation and and gone through everything and then you look back and you're like damn i was in denial yeah like i went through a lot right (laughs) so um you know the card here today tells us to you know it looks at denial in kind of in a positive way and like you're replacing it with the fact of knowing of insight right so you know it's always good to look at every situation and if people around you people you can trust you know people you can trust are telling you that the sky is blue but you keep saying no it's purple there may be something to the sky being blue, <laughs> blue if everybody yeah. around you is saying it's blue and you keep saying it's purple yeah right. so you know it's about stopping stepping back detaching you know maybe step away for a few then come back look at it with a fresh uh, mind frame and with fresh eyes and yes. see very and see important. what it is you have to be able to detach sometimes. Yeah, and I, and I think, you know, it has such a negative undertone, the word denial, right? Um, and I try, to, I try to look at things, you know, in a positive way. I think, you know, denial could be a negative situation that you can turn it around, right? You go through the experience, you, you go through that period of denial, things, ha- the things that need to happen, happen so you can learn your lesson. But yeah. if you turn around and you look back and you say, listen, that wasn't denial at that point, that automatically makes you grow and hopefully in another situation you will be more aware and you won't make the same, same mistake twice yeah i definitely make sure i don't make the same mistakes twice so <laughs> denial is real big but that hindsight is you look back and be like man i really went through it but i'm glad i went through it i'm better because of it i, I try not to be in denial like i try to listen more and absorb more 
of everything and what everybody's saying just you know really think about it and never just have one track mind about what i think about myself you know right but you know what one thing that we cannot deny is that it is pride month hey happy pride happy pride yay okay so <laughs> this was the second pride well no actually we did something for pride last year this year oh this year of course yeah, yeah. last, last year, year was the first pride that i didn't do anything because you know the world was ending but um, <laughs> usually, the world. you know, pride is usually a big deal for me um, because and our celebration, my my, you know, my peoples and all that. We will start like the week of maybe even that Tuesday. Like I will start that Tuesday because pride is celebrated here um, on a weekend in New York City. It's the uh, last Sunday in June. Right. So okay, okay. Um, and it's like the biggest parade. The last parade we had before the covid Five million people descended upon wow. Times Square I didn't know that. through the village um, in support of the gay pride. So, um, you know, we and my friends and I will start like Tuesday, like I will start having dinners with selected friends every night. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday was a big event. And then Monday I will always take off because it was like I was partied out. So last year was the first year that I didn't do anything. We went virtual with it. Uh, this year, the parade was also virtual, although I heard that they did like, like an a, impromptu. Yeah, like a breakout celebration right. type deal going on. Right, but. which I didn't feel comfortable, but this was our first Pride together. And so I was like, you know what? We're going to go out. So we went out and we had like our own little brunch. Yeah, that was a good too. That restaurant is really good. It was your first was time at a Brazilian steakhouse. Ooh, yes. I've never experienced that before, but <laughs> it was confusing at first. Like all this meat, like how oh, do we, you can eat? Look meat, at all like, those chickens. All the, right, right. All <laughs> you can eat. Um, seasoning was off the hook. Yeah, right? it was really good. Especially the little, uh, the biscuits, the bread. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know what that was. The sweet rolls or something. Yeah, we got to go back. I like that it was just us. We got there the, just at the right time. It was like a little dive um, bar slash restaurant. And uh, they had like a like a band area, so you see that they yeah they, it was you said they have band at night at night and stuff like they have a band, and uh, we got there at the right time. We we had our plates. We ate like three times. We had capirinhas, which are Brazilian drinks with the rum. Yeah, the Brazilian yeah, with rum. Brazilian rum. And then we came back home and we crashed. Yeah, we crashed. We always crash. Oh my god, we, we, crashed. we crashed. And then we woke up and ate some more, <laughs> and slept some more. But I thought it was I thought it was really nice getting into our brand new car yes which we'll talk yes. about in a minute uh and then just go into this unknown location unknown place i've never been there just I've having a good time we felt comfortable people were clearly gay up in there and it was yeah. celebrating too after we sat down the gays started stomping into the, <laughs> the right. front door so it was cool it was real chill i felt comfortable i've never really celebrated pride before like mm -hmm. i've never been to a parade i've never i've never done any of that so i was excited to do it this year but obviously COVID came, so next year I definitely want to go to my first Pride event. Well, next year you'll be in the, um, you have to be one of the blacks along the parade route with Naris21 and possibly TF and his partner. Hey, let's because go. Because I will be on a float wearing wings, just wings and a G-string and some gold sneakers. Okay. That has been a bucket list item mm -hmm. for like ever, so you're going to be supporting and recording supporting it. Supporting for what? From the from the sidelines, I would be on the floor, and you could just be like cheering me on. <laughs> yeah, we'll be both on the sideline watching other people with no, wings. No, no, no. I'm gonna be with the we'll, wings. We'll, we'll the both angel be on the sideline. And the, 
Well, he might need those to fly to heaven after that. So, <laughs> why? Well, you don't. You wouldn't want me. What's wrong with me? Negative. No. Excuse me. Never. I am a performer. I'm a performer. <laughs> no. Well, save that for Broadway when you get back. So, no. Oh my. No. Anyway, so a lot has been happening in the current events, but um, some current events that we felt like we wanted to touch up on a little bit was Pill Cosby. Pill Cosby has been free. Pops. What's your whole? Thoughts on that? Oh man! See, all right. So, what Bill Cosby's situation is? Pill, pill, pill Cosby. Pill Cosby. He used pills to rape women. I don't know. Women. I don't know how I feel about. You well, don't know I understand. That he raped them listen, women? listen. I don't know because I wasn't there. But what I'm saying all is that all them women, even Janice Dickinson, the supermodel of the world, wasn't she like a crackhead though? Oh my god! So like you can't really. The, so listen, let me, ask you, let me so tell you. Statue question, of limitations, so, so right? So a crackhead cannot be raped. Listen, statue. Of, listen, let me raped? tell you this. The reason why Bill Cosby got off, right, or he was acquitted. Was because statute of limitations, and well, no, actually, because he, uh, the confession to that one that he got convicted of was uh, a part of some kind of deal that he made a couple of years ago in another like interrogation or something like that. But statute of limitations are in place strictly because people' memory fades. So, like, I think for sexual assault, the statute of limitations is like six years or something like that because. Like, you won't remember every detail. It's really hard for some chick to come up 20 years later and say, he threw a, dr a pill in my drink. Quaaludes make you forget. You forget the whole night. So 25 years later, you remember that you forgot the whole night? Now, here's the thing. Because you forgot the whole night, does that mean that the act didn't happen? Does that mean that there but was how do a you... rape and that the person should not be punished? The, see, this is the issue. When a person is on Quaaludes, they don't know that they've been raped unless somebody else tells it. Well, I'm not going to say everybody. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say Quaaludes is like the old, it's like old, like. it's like the old pills. Basically, it, it really gets you slumped. It will like Quaalude. I mean, I've looked it up because like that right now. Yeah, but these are like, more potent and really? they really like oh. knock you out and it messes with your. I would think the drugs your, are more potent now. No, this one messes with your, your memory. Like you won't remember, like you won't even remember the drink that you drank. So that's why it's like, how do you know unless somebody told you or you know, they wake up with, you know, their vaginas hurting, probably. Like T.I. and them girls? <laughs> when he stuck the foot. <laughs> she said her, her parts were swollen and hurting. Yeah, no, that's how you know when something is wrong, they say. like, But I don't know. Like, I can't really comment on it. I don't know. I like the Cosby show, and I can't wait to watch it, but I don't know. Well, what do you think what about, about Fel Felicia Rashad and her being his biggest supporter? And she came out and said that, uh, oh, my God, her quote. Her quote was somewhere along the lines of, a miscarriage of, of justice. justice has finally been... Excuse me? Well, you know they... A they, miscarriage of of justice? She got in trouble for that, too. And they putting her in uh, sexual assault uh, classes for sensitivity training. They should. I mean, she's an old heifer hoe, too. Like, she should know better. <laughs> I mean, I guess she like, well, if I didn't take the pill... No, I tell you what the problem is. Her money got fucked up. That's what it is. Oh, because of the Cosby she to, show. She had to come back yeah. out and do Broadway shows. Because which of that. Is, I was somebody at her status going to do a Broadway show is beneath her. Yeah. Because the pay is not the same. It's the... It's but the, she had to come out of retirement and, and, and do some shows and things. Because those checks stopped from they that They stopped Cosby for show. everybody. But they probably... Listen, he was acquitted. Like, they dropped the charges, so he technically doesn't have... They're not going to bring those shows back. The two, the Cosby show? I hope they do, because I, I grew up off the Cosby show, so I, I don't know. I don't know if he did it. I, I can't really speak on that. How do you feel? Do you feel like they should have dropped it? Well, I think that where there's smoke, there was a fire. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, and, and there was a jury that heard everything and convicted him. This wasn't just a judge that 
There was an actual jury of, quote-unquote, his peers that listened to the evidence. That's 12 jurors mm -hmm. plus an alternate, right? And so, um, you know, I think the jury of his peers found him guilty, and I think it's a travesty that they have set him free. I think. I do. I think that where there were so many people coming out of everywhere, some people that were reputable people, like I just think that something went on, and I've seen vi uh, clips that they have shown where he went on talk shows back then joking about mm -hmm. drugging people. So <laughs> now we have you on film joking about it. And, and now we putting faces I to the I really jokes. think my, my head tells me that, yeah, there's some stuff in there that he did. And I don't think the uh, punishment was fair or severe enough. I understand he's almost 84 years old. Yeah, they had given done. him like 10 years or something. Yeah. He wasn't going to make it. I think he suffered <laughs> enough. Life. But I don't think justice was served. I think... Uh, this uh, money spoke here. You think Somewhere money two, spoke. He spent two years in prison. But if you think about it's it... The, it's the police you, no, fault No, but if you think about interview. it, if you think about it, any any dude from Rikers Island uh, that goes through a process, it's about two to three years before they get... That's why they always like like to say, oh, uh, let's credit time served because that's already two or three years that they have But in. see, that's for people that's awaiting trial. He was already convicted, but they convicted him on something that he had yeah, immunity the for. So therefore, that's why it was illegal because he had immunity for that charge. Mm -hmm. So that means he technically did it then because if they gave him immunity for it, then that's because he confessed to it and he gave them something in exchange for yeah, that. Yeah, I so, wonder um, what yeah. something he gave them. Yeah, so that means, yeah, he, he uh, might per, be guilty. Perhaps uh, Harvey Weinstein is yeah. involved in there because, you know, those, that, well, they those, were saying that. They were running around in the same circles at yep. that point. So he had to have provided something. In order to, to get that immunity. In order to get, they didn't yep. just say, oh, will you just confess and we'll just give you, no, it doesn't work that way. He needs to have given them something big Yeah, for I them agree. to do that. All right, so I changed my stance. He definitely did it, but. So, okay. I still well, like the Cosby show. Flipping over to Miss Britney Spears. Damn. Oops, she did it again. She did do it again. Um, what do you think? So, you know, recently she went on and said that her um, her father having authority over her finances and her, over her, her body. body and all that. Yeah. It was crazy. And then the father came on and said he only has authority over, over her finances. Somebody else has authority over her medical. Long story short. They denied her request to have ownership of her own finances and her own items, her own life, pretty much. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I think that you know the father came out and said that this was already ruled like months ago. Mm. So are we in Looney Land because she just came out last week talking to the judge, and the father was like, "No, we settled this like four months ago. Mm. This is I didn't not see new." That. Yeah, I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said this, this oh. already took place four months ago. We, so, the, they, the judge and all that as, like declared this, that it wasn't going to be taken off like four months ago. So wow. her going on and talking all that, this was for like... It's like delayed. So maybe she couldn't talk about it at the time of the trial, which is... What it was. Most people can't have conversations about ongoing litigation. So I guess she's just expressing her... her no, like, the her, sound wave that we heard, the sound clip that we heard was her talking directly to a judge. Oh, so maybe it was pre-recorded and we're just listening and she's just to releasing it, now. it now. I don't know, but it, when I read that part, I said, "No, this whole family is crazy." To they me. are crazy, I, I but I feel like it. everybody has a, a crazy. I don't think that any grown woman she had her breakdown. We all have breakdowns. We all have a moment where we're just really fucked up, and I don't think that she's any different. She has enough money to be able to take care of her own mental health, to hire her own financial advisors that are there for her well-being. Her father. 
has no other income besides her. He's not going to let that go. Now, listen to the sister. This is the part that did get me because, okay, they were a little crazy or whatever. But the sister, Jamie Lynn, who used to be a Nick, uh, Nickelodeon um, star, she got knocked out when she was like 17 and fell off the island and you know was just raising her child. She came on in support of Britney and said that she, Jamie Lynn, pretty much disconnected herself from the entire family, including the father, mm. and that she's standing behind Britney by trying to get new people around her and all that. So there's something there to her of because course. this is the same little sister saying, I agree with her. And They're taking advantage of her. Exactly. They got, they got control of her. Nobody's trying to let go of that money. She's worth millions. And her father has nothing yeah, else in life. I heard to it do. was like sixty million or sure. something like that. And imagine you think I'm gonna let sixty million go that easy? Oh, because mm. I'm gonna say, ah, she crazy. <laughs> but I think it's messed up. She's grown free, Britney. If she's gonna blow her money or go crazy, let her go crazy. This is her life. Mm-hmm. Let her live it. You know. All right. Well, um, finally on COVID news. What about that building in Florida? Oh, okay. Let's get to the building in Florida. Yeah. Um, so that's sad. Rest in peace to all of those people oh who's God. lost it's, their lives. It's um, it's unbelievable. It's just really sad. I'm hearing stories. I heard now that um, they said that the first night they kept hearing a woman screaming underneath the rubble, but they couldn't find the location oh my God, I didn't where hear she that. was. Yeah. And after like seven hours or something like that, they stopped hearing her. That's so sad. Could you imagine? They were they, they were hearing her scream, but they couldn't tell in the rubber where, where she rubble, was. Where she was. And, they gonna, and, they, and then she just stopped. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm sure everybody is gone. Um, I heard, and, and we're hearing all these stories. We heard, I heard a story about one of the fighter fighters pulling his own child from, oh. the, from all the debris. That would drive me crazy. And um, a couple that... And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that most people went this way. A couple was in bed already. And then sleep and they... Sleep, they found them on the bed together. I read sleep. that story. I think their child, one of their children posted it saying that the mom and dad used to joke about who's going to die first right. and who's going to leave who. And then she said it was kind of nice that they at least went together. It's, I, I just... Something like that. Listen, if something, God forbid, if I'm in a situation like that, just I just want to go out quickly. I don't... That's... Could you imagine being pinned for seven hours, screaming, and longer. you're hearing that, okay, I hear people, I can't people tell them why I'm standing then, on you. Everything. Oh. No, everything. I mean, you, you have all these floors falling right on top of you. It's crazy. So your body is not, you're not laying flat, you're like among all these rocks and being crushed, your lungs are being, I mean, it's, it's a lot. The breathing and the, the dust the, and being alone in the dark, and that's so sad, man. Like, ah, oh, yeah, that breaks my heart, so... You know, I wish everybody the best down there, and I'm glad that people are volunteering to like help clean out the rubble. And, and the thing is that there's like I think they said we're like over now this goes to 200 people that are missing, mm-hmm. and they still not finding. So people. far, 20 died. Yeah, and they are still not finding. People. It's gonna be very difficult. And they're talking about destroying the other half, demolishing the other half of the building. And I'm like, I hope they wait to do that after they're done looking for people. Yeah, I think it's a it's all structural thing though. I don't know. I hope. I just hope that they find more people alive, you know? But it's very sad. So everybody in Florida, be careful on the coastlines. That sea salt is real. Uh, I know that from from when the buildings fell here in New York, um, I used to work oh. four blocks away from there. My uncle was actually on the towels the day that it fell. Wow. So he had to run. He, um, he did securities for a major bank that had a branch there. All of the banks had branches there. The airlines even had terminals like desks yeah. there because when I was on tour back in the day when there were still tickets, like you actually have like paper tickets and there were no apps. Yeah. I'm dating myself, I know. But <laughs> um, because we were our, our 
central office for the touring company was four blocks away from the World Trade Center. All of the um, airline mm-hmm. had counters there where you can go and, take and pick your up your tickets. Wow. So right. they were, the tour manager would go there and I would come along sometimes um, and pick up everybody's ticket like the night before, the physical ticket, and then give it a, give it to us at like the last rehearsal and stuff. And so um, when those buildings fell, um, I had a few friends that volunteered. One of them was a doctor. Wait, were you there? Like um, at, when they New fell, York, when I was fell? on my way into work. Um, and I, when I got there, the first one had fallen. Oh, wow. They had already set up a barricade. And me being young and thinking, oh, my God, what's happening? I went under the barricade and, and against NYPD, went to my job. Oh, and man. And my, um, which was a touring company. The executive director was there. Uh, it was like 10 a.m. maybe because the buildings fell like 9, nine or something. The first one, so yeah. by the time I got there, it was like 10. And we were in there um, still trying to understand what was happening. Then NYPD came and knocked on the door and said, you guys cannot come outside because we think there's nerve gas in the air. So we were in the office, just me and her. Um, and we were listening to the radio, mm. like the AM, AM, FM radio, something like that. And Emergency I just started power. freaking out. Like I started crying because it hit me like, oh my God, they... Anyway, I say all this to say that one of the, um, I had a friend who was a doctor who volunteered. You know what his role was? What? They set up this thing in Jersey. They were bringing these trucks full of debris. His role was they would put all the debris in a conveyor belt. Oh. And the conveyor belt would pass by and they would dig just parts and throw them in buckets. Oh, man. Anything like like that limbs, human, toes, like they needed anything DNA like to that. Identify them. And they would they would wow. just separate that from the concrete. That's the, and they went through that. That took like a couple of years of sorting through. That's just crazy. Like that, like that, like that. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is bananas. That's oh. So man. I'm assuming that's what's gonna happen here. They're gonna remove all this debris to some site. There's gonna they're gonna put it like on a flatbed or something not a flatbed but a conveyor belt yeah just so and then can... they're just gonna sort sift through everything and wow. it's gonna be like dna and de- and dental and records and stuff like yeah. that um some people are not gonna be people who were in the bottom they're gonna, just gonna, be gonna perish yeah, yeah. They're gonna be just... that's so sad man but yeah rest in peace to everybody rest down in there peace. and you know it makes you think like why do these type of things happen in the world and you know why do things like this happen to good people but you know um, it is a journey. It is a journey, and you know everybody goes through. You know we all have our own journey, yeah. and there there is something more. You know this is not the, the, the end absolute all be end all. exactly. Yeah. This is just the next chap next chapter. All those souls are I going agree. to where they need to be at this point. Exactly, just you know? transition into another another realm of living or life. Exactly. I should say. So I agree. So rest in peace, and to all the victims and families of the victims. Uh, we send you our thoughts, and condolences, and, condolences, and yeah. positive energy. So since we've been on our hiatus, the world has opened. The it, world is open. The, well, at least the United States is open. Right. I don't know about everybody else, but the United States reopened. Uh, the mask mandates were dropped. Um, People... I'm not taking off my damn mask. <laughs> the, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. No, uh, I still wear one. The I N95. wear two. I still, I still were too. And I'm sweating like a roasted pig because it's the summer. <laughs> we hit, oh my God, this heat wave. Yeah. We hit like 105 yeah. the other day. I'm swimming in my mask. It's, swimming. It's, That's how yeah. much I'm sweating. But I will not. I refuse. There's something called the Delta well, variant. The Delta around. variant out here. It, and I heard it's taking people out even faster than a regular covid strand so that's what people fear was that it would keep mutating and then be unstoppable but they say that if you have the vaccine that we're 
covered. So, so the people that are falling out are people who don't have the vaccine? Basically. Some oh, people okay. with the vaccine still getting sick, but they're not being hospitalized or they're not dying. So, okay. so far, we're good. Like, I think out of like 150 million people that got the vaccine, only like, what, 2,000 people actually caught COVID again. Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so... Okay. And it was all. Um, so what wait. So say? what is what is it? So the thing is that if you have the vaccine and you come in contact with the Delta variant, you will not get it. They say no, no, no. You'll probably get. You can. Uh, Mild there's symptoms? a chance that you won't get it. Okay. But if you do get it, uh, everyone who has gotten sick with the vaccine, well, not everybody. They say that uh, majority of those people were uh, had no symptoms. They were asymptomatic. Got it. So okay. it didn't. They didn't even know they were sick with COVID because they had the vaccine, and they're saying a the vaccine could last a couple of years. So. I know most people thought we would have to get it every year. So they're saying, like, no, we could be good up to five years. Okay. So thank God for that. Hopefully it doesn't mess with our uh, travel plans. But Right, our travel plans because dun, 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 we are... Well, before we get into that, um, are we playing an interlude? Uh, yes, we should play interlude. Let's. Uh, so let's just do it right now. Listen, this is our first episode season two coming back. So, you know, we still have to, tighten up, we have to tighten up a couple of things in the flow of the show, but uh, it'll be all right. So uh, we're playing a little interlude now, right? Yeah, we'll be right back after this song. Get it, ho. Straight from the mud like Ruby. Straight to the stage, they love me. I understand they hungry. But please don't hate, that's ugly. I've been sliding, shaking, moving. I've been popping in my city. Shawty say she love the way we do it, do it with me. I be too turned up to ever give a I ain't come to argue, let a n- and we're back. That was Curveball by Xavier Roussan. Xavier Roussan. I can't. Listen, he spells his name Zavie with an X Roussin. instead of a Z. So Xavier Roussan. Xavier. Uh, well, all right. Go ahead, baby. All right. So, um, so one of the things that I forgot to mention earlier in the COVID conversation was that the COVID benefits, the unemployment benefits, are ending. Yeah. Early. Some of the some states already, mostly Republicans, mm. have ended those benefits. Like immediately. Like they they gave yeah. people like, like a they're week gone or now. two, and they're they just gone. said done, which is crazy. But I mean, crazy, but expected. I mean, at some point, money was going to run out. Also they are finding that Americans do not want to go back to work. Listen, people don't want to work. They are lazy. And this is exactly why Republicans are like their conversations about not trying to give everybody a basic income. You guys are out here proving them correct because everybody's so lazy now. Well, I wouldn't call it lazy. lazy. I'm just saying, but I mean, if they're realizing that I sat at home and you pay me way more than I was making at the job, why couldn't you have been paying me this during normal times. That's, that's there a is a little answer. point there. No, that's not a point. Because, Go ahead. Because McDonald's pays you. The government doesn't pay you to work at McDonald's. The government can print money even though we have no gold to back the money they're printing, which causes inflation. But that's another story. But they're not responsible for your pay wages from Walmart, McDonald's, or or, or PSENG or anything like that. That's up to the company. So my thing is if you feel you don't make a good wage then you need to market yourself better and find you a position that pays you what you feel you're worth like that's not the government's fault no i really i didn't think about that yeah like so and then um and then another thing is this like how can you expect this to keep going like this money comes from somewhere and people are not realizing that taxes this is going to raise our taxes they're not just gonna say okay we gave everybody money let's go back to work it's over we're going to get our taxes raised, especially us because of the class that we're in. 
the like the middle class, the upper middle class pays most of the taxes for the United States. So people in low income housing and everything like that, they're just going to be chilling. Mm. But meanwhile, we're up here taking the, the brunt of all of this financial crap. That's and, but if you really think about it, we have been forever, though. Forever. <laughs> we pay your bills. Now, let me stop. We we have been forever. Yeah. And um, I see people really upset about that, too. Like, oh, they need to just extend it another year. Why? Why do they need to extend it another year? Like, get a job. <laughs> That's it. Like, I'm, I'm not. Job. Yeah, get a job. Like, what? Like, uh, like. Lazy? It's such a it's such a sticky subject because even I know people in my circle that um, when they talk, they talk about just collecting like for as long as they can collect, and I don't know. It just sets to me. It just sets a different structure. I've always been a hard worker. I would like to believe that the people around me. Have been hard worker with my parents and my my like my family my yeah. immediate they definitely been hard workers Everybody but you know I, I I just it, it makes me look at people a certain way when you just want to stick to this um, unemployment or grants or benefits or PPE lo PPP loans like it just it just makes me give a side eye at the whole situation. And half of y'all going to jail for them PPP loans. So oh my god! Okay, that's, well. that's that, that's that's gonna be worse too. But I, you know what? I've only been on unemployment once in my life, and it was because the company closed down. But it was six months, and let me tell you, for the first three months, it was nice. But after that, you just get bored. Like I don't know how people can just sit at home and do nothing mm -hmm. all day. Like that's just dreadful for me. But you know, we'll see. Um, everybody else benefits, and then what? September. Everybody has to be back to work in September. September well, most companies are saying September. Some companies are like ready to go, but for the most part, most companies are saying September because, of, like, the day after Labor Day, because technically that's when everybody's supposed to be. The kids are supposed to be in school, so there's mm. no daycare issues technically. Smart. And um, there's like no more excuses at that point. So. But they're forcing people to be vaccinated too. Some jobs are that? forcing people to be vaccinated. I absolutely agree with that. And if you do not want to be vaccinated. Then you need perhaps need to find a different employment that would allow you to be there unvaccinated. Um, but I think a lot of the smart companies are going that way, and it's just going to be a trickle effect. It's going to be less and less locations that are going to accept employers employees without vaccinations, without like proper documentation. Yeah. Like I'm I'm too old or too weak to get this or my immune system is compromised. compromised. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I feel it. Like if you don't, you don't listen, it's not slavery. It is a mutual relationship. Just like the job can tell you, you no longer work here. Yep. You can walk in there and say, I, I no, no longer, longer work, work here. here. <laughs> so exactly. uh, if you have a rule that I don't want to abide by, then I don't need to be here. Exactly. I'll find a different because place. Because I'm not going to put my safety or the safety of those around me because somebody chooses that. They, exactly. Yeah, no. They want to be. A rebel at and this point. And they keep point. saying it's uh, the HIPAA laws. It's a violation of their civil rights. I'm like, listen, you literally have to be vaccinated to go to school, and no one complains about that for some reason. Exactly. No, I, I've absolutely. I've never heard no one complain about absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even when you went to college. Yeah. You cannot register until you have them. the measles, which is like the... I had to get that and uh, I think the measles, and they actually asked me for a tetanus shot too. Tetanus? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe because yeah, yeah. yours was outdated. Because I, I think I got mine right before I started college. Well, you're supposed so. to do it every ten years. Yeah. Something so like I think that. I had so, just got it. I mean, it, so. listen to me. It's like, you don't want to be here. Don't be here. Like it's, and I, I we are expressing that at my office too. 
but HR has beefed up their legal department. I mean, we literally, <laughs> uh, if there's an issue, speak to legal. Talk to the lawyers. Speak to, talk to the lawyer. They have been working with the lawyers for <laughs> months right now. There. It's like, okay, this is the rules. And they gave them enough time by September. Yeah. You don't want to do it by September, all goodbye. Or that bank, I forgot which bank that was that said the same thing. If everybody's I think not it was back. Morgan Stanley said, if you're not back by September 7th, you don't no come back. You no longer work here. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, listen, we pay for the, I know people's uh, reasoning is, if we already work from home and you know we can do the work from home, then why not leave it like that? Because they don't have to, because this is their business and they, and they run their run the company how they, want, how they to. want to. If you want to work from home, then you need to establish your own company. Like, I never understood people trying to tell your employer how to employ you. And like, let me tell you, just because it could be ran from home doesn't mean that it's being run properly. Or just because you're making the, mm. you know, your deadlines and things like that does not mean that there's no security issues. Mm -hmm. Because if you, especially finance, if oh, you're in definitely. finance and you're running, you're allowing your employees to run finance, whether you're on a VPN or whatever, going through their portals, your this your information is still sitting in somebody's home and can be hacked and and, and screenshotted or whatever. You could jot down things on your on your desk and yeah. papers and. I mean, there's less control, and I'm telling you, there's going to be a wave of fraud that's going to come from this period oh, of people working from home. So that's number one. Number two, there's a lot of jobs that, especially for folks that are coming, um, are like just graduating. For example, if you take banking, if you take law firms, there's a there's a portion of the job when you join a company that requires you to be meeting people, meeting clients, doing face to face, yeah. you know, going to their offices, you're, you're talking about deals, you go to the office, what they, you know, I learned this in business, you walk into the office, the first thing that they tell you, scout the office to see what you can grab onto. If you see they're uh, a sports fans, yeah. you know, you want to throw something there about, about sports. If you oh, see they're a family kid, right. If you see they yeah. got the drawings and the kids, oh, look, look, who did your kid? Okay. Yeah. I have my kid too. Try to connect that way. Yeah. It makes you more, more, um, more relatable. But imagine and now, it opens it actually opens a door to your conversation. But imagine you, now you most can't have that happen in a Zoom call or the, over the phone call. And there's also moments where, for example, um, they're doing coaching or mentoring or things like you know some of the big corporations are really big on like for attorneys, for example, they'll pair a, a new fresh attorney with a more senior season attorney one, yeah. season. So there's things that they need to be in the same room for. They Discussions need to, need to happen, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's things that definitely need to happen. And that's why what was one of the reasons why I really didn't complain um, about being on site with my company. My company usually has 800 people. I was one of 10 that was there during, through, the, whole pandemic. during the peak of the pandemic, right? Yeah. We're now at like 160. Uh, and then by September, everybody's back. But Ooh, I made a it a jump. point because I, I believe, and just like in theater, um, you know, when I was an understudy, when I was just an ensemble, um, you have to be in the room. You have to be in the room. If you're not showing your face, they forget your face. I was just about to say that. That's the issue is that, like, if we are only talking over the phone or on Zoom, and when we meet in person for the first time, like during a business meeting, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like you're not used to being around, you're used to talking to that person, but not being around them. It's just like how social media has messed with uh, people's ability to communicate with each other yep. in the street, why people can't hold conversations no more. This is that, but on the business side. And right. I think it will affect the money, and companies will not let 
individuals affect their money like that. So right. I say get back to work. I I'm not against anything that's happening. I've been working the entire pandemic. I had COVID. I got the vaccine. Listen, just get your money and, and start your own business. So yeah. But moving on. So uh, talking about business and getting your money. Main topic. The main, main topic. topic for today is spending big as a couple. Hey, hey big spender. Hey. All right. So um talk you know talk. you know we we we're talking about our journey together and all that. Let's so go. we have made um one of two. No, we made two big purchases already. Two? Yeah. Well, we made our first big purchase together as a couple was our vacation. Yes. Which is upcoming. Yes. Um, how do you feel about the upcoming vacation? Excited. I, I'm so excited to just take a break. I've been going and going and going. I need a break. And the Delta variant is it made me a little nervous, but I'm ready to just go. How do you feel? Yeah, well, I'm excited to go um, to the motherland. Uh, I'm excited to bring you along. Hey. I have not been to the motherland in two years. My energies are calling me. I'll let you tell them. Listen, I have never been here. Oh. I've been dying <laughs> to go here. And anyone that's followed me before on my old social medias when I had social media accounts know that I have been dying to go to the Dominican Republic. Oh you know? I know, I know. Listen, it's go he's going to be a motherfucking paradise. Hey, you know me, Dominicans, man. But, you know, do not, que. do not get a presidente broken over some Dominicans' <laughs> heads. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. You're the only Dominican I, for I, me. Well, I am not just Dominican. Dominican I, and Puerto Rican. There you I go. Know, but, so you know, I got it. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, I'm excited for you to see Dominican Republic. We are going. You know, I'm excited, but understand that we're not gonna get to be like the way that I'm used to, which yeah. is, you know, we ride the horses, we we go into the jungles, because a lot of the excursions have been canceled due to obviously what's going on. And also now with this Delta variant that's going on, you I just want to make sure, right, I just want to make sure that we are safe. We don't catch anything and over we there. Stuck because then there. We, we will get stuck over there and then that's going to be a problem. But because of that, we're going to stick to the resort. We're mm -hmm. going to just stick to each other. I mean, we're coming from a big city, New York City, so we know how to navigate among a lot of people and there's less people there. And they're being really good about the protocols and all that I've read up on okay, okay. for the resort. The resort that we're going to is a new resort for me. I have never been here before. The one that I usually go to, which is like a little hidden VIP spa <laughs> resort. <laughs> he really likes that place, Oh, my God. Too. Yeah. It's, we tried to get there, but they're closed. They're not right worthy. Yeah, it's no longer in operations due to everything that went on. So uh, I am excited about the new place. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, that was a big purchase for yes, us. Yes, it was. But we have broke the MF Bank hey, with our go. latest uh, purchase, purchase as a couple. Before we get into it, how did you feel about making this purchase? I was over it. I Listen, the day that we went for, for like, the last day, I was so over it. But I, I was just ready to get it over it. I was ready for anything. But I am so happy with this purchase. Like, I feel good. Yeah, we definitely needed it. Um, we needed it just because we needed to be more mobile. But my question is, when that when that conversation happened, did you feel like okay, that's a big purchase? We're not ready to make that purchase. Um, we, how did you? What did you think? I felt like it was a big purchase. It is a big purchase, but I I, I was ready for it. I, I was already prepared for it. Basically, like I kind of make sure that I'm always good. Have you saying. made? Have you made? 
these type of purchases in a relationship before? No, I, and, and, I have not either. The most no. I've done was we've done the vacation thing, of course, but this is so I guess we can we can end the mystery. What was the big purchase? We uh purchased a twenty twenty one Lexus oh, of a vehicle. We oh, purchased a vehicle. The F sport vehicle. <laughs> a vehicle so, turbocharged. Oh my gosh. So red and black guts. Oh <sighs> my god. It's it's really nice. It it's is really beautiful. nice. Um fast. It was scary for me because I've not ever purchase something this big and you know when you start putting name on papers and shit like that oh, yeah. and it's like we're oh, stuck together now. we are tied we are tied what's going on here <laughs> you go nowhere but listen we went through a process of doing this for me it was I w- it was important for me to make sure that all the numbers made sense and that there was some um securities built into it yeah for lack of a better term so Yes, we made the big purchase, but there are some securities in place because you just never know, never know. what the world might throw at one. Um, the process of getting it was excruciating. Let's start at the beginning. Oh my god! Like who? It was the first time you went to the dealer in that uh, and cuss that- out that damn queen with my sister. <laughs> I brought I my sister there. along. I wasn't there this time. Uh, he was unavailable. I went with my sister, and this first of all, they sized me up as soon as I walked in. And they gave me a queen. And a queen thought that he was going to run my credit like 15 times. <laughs> Had the attitude I Had heard. Had the attitude. And, and you know, Sassy. and my sister's pretty, you know, she's she's pretty sensible and pretty, you know, down to. And I looked at her and I said, did this queen just give me an attitude? And she was like, yeah, I don't like his. I said, we're going. Let's <laughs> just go. Just like that. The minute I, I rolled out then they're blowing up my phone. Oh, no, please come back. We want to talk. No, no. It was such a bad, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. Especially because I left work early to go meet with these people and do this. And that just didn't work. Then the second location. Wait, wait. No, talk about the, uh, we had spoke oh, with a dealership over the phone. Over the phone because everything it, was supposed to be done online. Mind you, we're going to proper dealership, like brand dealerships. Yes. We're not going to auto world or like any of that shit. we're going to like legit just the house we're going to the house yeah we did so we went to another house so everything was supposed to be done online due to covid we do everything online then they begin to call us and it's like they've never spoken to us before fine yeah. it's the first conversation i get it okay the guy we had to call back because they never nobody ever called us back we call back again it's like Oh, somebody's going to call. We call a third time. Then I get to... And it's like a brand new conversation. Yeah, and that was so... Like, you don't read the the, the applications or anything that we filled out. And then what did they want? A uh, deposit over the phone? Yeah, a deposit over the phone. It's just... It was very sketchy for my two. Very sketchy. We were scammy. Very, like, low class, low budget, low, like... Yeah, it's like, nah, you're like, not... Like, no, yeah. This is... Are you calling me from Nigeria? Like, I don't I don't understand what was happening. I'm not <laughs> faxing nothing. <laughs> I'm not sending my picture over the internet. Like, none of that is happening. So... I almost had to cuss her out. Yeah, that was kind of... I've never heard of that either. And I've purchased cars a lot. So, never heard of giving them a deposit over the phone. Like, what is the legal ramifications for this? Like, exactly. W- w- when, w- and it had to be done, like, back? within the next hour. Well, if you yeah. do it within the next hour, I'm like, girl, within the next hour... I'll just give you my money without signing anything or knowing where my money's going or how I can get it back. I'm like, I don't yeah. have that type of credit because I'm stupid. Yeah. Like, I, you know... <laughs> for real. And then we went to the other one. Oh, and God. we went to the other one. Then this it was Hulk's time to cuss listen. out people. Listen, mind you, this is his first time meeting. No, his, this is not his first time meeting my sister. But this is his first, first time, time with extended time. time 
with my sister. Listen. Who had to see Hulk literally room. walk out the place. And through Listen. the glass, we're seeing him cussing out somebody on the phone. Listen, I was pissed oh. because I felt so disrespected. Like, you ever go somewhere? Like, that's the one thing I, I don't take they kindly we were to. Dumb. They thought we disrespect. Were dumb. Like, he came back with these, with the numbers. Everything just looked so crazy. And I was like, make this make sense to me. Like, I, I know math. I know. And this was not for Alexis. This is either. not for Alexis. Let me tell you that this is this was the reason why we went to the Alexis dealer. But it was like, why does this number look like this? And why is this like this with the... It was just a, a, a very confusing time for me. And I felt super disrespected. And everyone that I told this story to were pissed with me. Like, like fuck these people. Just, just to paint the picture, we're talking almost 750 dollars for a Toyota Camry. Okay, I didn't want to say anything. So listen, we just, didn't want to get we were we were going to just get a car. We didn't care. We wasn't going to get a hoopty, but we wasn't going to be like riding in no piece of crap either. So we went to uh the Toyota dealer and we were going to get a Toyota Camry and I liked it and everything about it was it was nice. It worked. You know, I, it, did, it, I thought it was it made sense. It it did not put us in a flashy situation during this time. And it would have it would have been, you know, on a budget side. And the issue is for me the issue is not that the 750 could not have been uh, like we couldn't do that. That's Just not the point that we couldn't it. do it. Shit. Is that first of all you you giving us that price tag on a Camry? Yeah, on a Camry, no, a no, Toyota. No. Cam my daddy just brought my mom a Lexus, and it's like a hell no. Yo, listen, no. and the fact is that uh, me and my family we've purchased so many cars in the last two years. I was like, it, it, one of them, including a Toyota Camry. So I was like, why is this double the price? And then they tried to use the excuse uh, for of the pandemic, saying that because the microchips were not being. Uh, what is it manufactured the and cars they, were, yeah, they the only had half down the, for a little day yeah, they, they like, only had like 50 cars in the lot that day I and, was like what does that got to do with us you're trying to charge us twice as much for one car and you thought because what I'm a negro that you was going to trick me into yeah. signing this BS yeah. like yo get out of my face with that that pissed me off to the core and then we left from there and I was like uh yeah. But no, honestly, then we left from there very disappointed. I was pissed off all day. Our spirits were broken. I was broken. And uh, <laughs> I came home. I, I gathered myself. I sat with my energies. Yes. I sat with my energies. I prayed. I cleared my head, my energy. And I said, you know what? We're going to try Lexus. Because I had told yes. you, Lexus, at the very beginning. I knew he was going to say Because this. my daddy brought my mommy a Lexus. Why can't I get a Lexus, That's too? That's exactly what he said to me. Shoot. My daddy got my mom a Lexus. If you he can do it, Lexus. you can't do it? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, listen, bro. Ain't nobody trying to pay that much for the So car. I came and I sat in front of my altar and I spoke with my energies. And I said, you know what? First of all, clear this anxiety from my brain. Boom. Gone. I said, if it's meant to be, then we will get a Lexus. And that morning, I made the appointments. You know, we made the appointments for that. For, I think I took off. It was a Friday, right? We did it, it was a Friday. Friday, yeah. I think I took off that, that Friday. Yep. And I said, we woke up and we were still, like, you were still unsure. You're like, because we have had so much disappointment. And I said, you know what? Today is the day that we get a Lexus. Yeah. And everything was aligning. Everything worked out the way that it worked out. I came back to my um, my altar in the morning before we would go to... um to the dealership, I said, listen, we're go I'm going empty and I'm coming back with a Lexus. Yo, listen. With your and with your support, with God's um, you know, shout out to will the and the and the support of the energy, we're gonna do this. And we went over there 
And of course, nothing is without an issue because Boy. everything was going amazing. Amazing. They rolled up the car. I got in. So you, easy. you fit, which was, was the most important thing. I'm very tall, so it's very hard for me and to I, fit. I, in I told him. I said the guy was like, I said no. He's he got to get in first because if he can't do it, we can't do it. And that whole process took like what 35 minutes. That process was. Picked the car Seamless. out, had the car, the color, everything. But the devil is a liar. It was always some BS. And of course, we we can't, you know, we even went outside. I took my video in it. I sent it to my <laughs> mama, everybody. I took pictures. We're like, okay, this is my new car. They get you real hyped up. Listen, yeah. They even gave me the keys. His part was done. No, now we got to sit down. For hours. For like four hours, four hours while we wait for the finance manager, who I guess he's like the bouncer at the at the, at the club. He's the you know <laughs> big brawling Hispanic exactly. dude. Exactly. <laughs> who had a whole production. Oh man. Set up about the extras because you know he, they try to up upsell you. And one thing my daddy told me when he bought my mom's car um, earlier this year, they just bought it in, in January, and we went to the same dealership and with the same sales guy. Yeah. My dad said, um, "Don't." Oh, don't get the upsell. They're going to sell you rims. They're going to sell you a liquid for the leather. They're going to sell you, you know, the air. They're going to... When that guy sat there and said to me that if you get a flat tire, it's easily a $5,000 charge, and he tried to break these numbers on I, paper. Listen. What he didn't know, see, is because people get fooled, and they don't. They let the little face and the skinny body fool them. Mm, I was, an, I was a, a, a fleet manager for a fleet of 178... Uh, vehicles. Vehicles. In the last company I was with for five years. Mm. You can't tell me that a flat tire and even a fucked up rim, excuse my language, <laughs> is going to be, is going to turn out to be a $5,000 day. Yeah, that was crazy. When he said that to me, I knew you were trying to uh, bullshit me. Yeah, I think he looked at us once again and tried to, like, oh, okay, we can get them. And I was like, $5,000? I was like, bro, like, tires cost like $300. And, and he was trying to use the excuse because the tires were low profile tires because the rims are big. I was like, yeah, it still doesn't cost that much. And a flat tire can be patched or plugged. It doesn't have to be replaced so and then he tried to say the wheels itself the metal could bend i looked it up while he was talking i googled how much the rims on this car cost and it was like four hundred dollars i was like this is not five five thousand dollars like what are you talking about like but it was so funny because wonky the first thing he said to him was you can show us but i'm going to respectfully decline i said it i said i said i i, I you know i'll hear you but i will respectfully decline and another thing that pissed me off because i mean he had he had a test tube that came out he had liquid <laughs> now you see it now you don't here's the water here is not the mass like magician. it was like it was the you know he was putting things down and he used a bounty and you see if you put this the bounty would have served the, and i'm like <laughs> And then he tried to sell it to us. Like, oh, this is just $4.90. And I'm thinking, oh, $4.90 per day. Per not per day. month, per day. It would have raised the price of the car. For like two dollars $5,000. $5,000 more just to cover. I was like, yeah, we're not going to do no deal. And then when he said, well, it's your lesson to learn. I said, F you. That's when I said, <laughs> that's when I mentally gave him the finger and told him to spin on it. Yeah, just 360. Give us the paperwork. Give me my keys. Give me my keys, sir. Sir, give me my paper and my keys. Yeah, please tell us how many of you guys ever dented your wills or damaged your wills and it cost $5,000. Leave us a comment. I want to know if that's ever happened to you. That's crazy. And for a brand new car, no. It's not happening like that. I get that New York is crazy with potholes, but yeah, no. But so, you know, by the grace of God and the support of the energies... 
we drove the motherfucking lot for almost five hours later. Ooh, zero miles. Well, zero I actually mi- had eight miles. It had like eight miles. Eight. Smelled great. Ooh, uh, mm-hmm. It started raining. I called out blessings from the sky. Yes. And uh, and it was amazing. It you know, was. You know what's crazy is that this is the funny part is that at the beginning of this whole entire journey, Wonky said that I want a Lexus. I want this Lexus. And we went every way but that way and ended up with the thing he wanted at the beginning. So it was. I, I said think exactly I learned to my listen. mom's my mom's car. I yeah. said I want my mom's car exactly when my daddy got my mama. He literally said that. So and we ended there. Even though I wanted to go a different way, we ended there because I was okay with like a a Kia. I didn't care. Like I know I ha- you took me to a Kia yeah. dealership. It was, the Kia K five is a nice Kia, but that's fiberglass. That's it, made out no, of paper um, up in the front. Listen, it's a one body though. I listen. You guys know what I'm talking about. Kia K five turbocharged. That new Kia is nice. Like, but the Lexus is a lot better. So I'm grateful and blessed to have that and we did it together and as always we do everything together we did it together and i would i wouldn't i would be lying if i didn't say that you know there's been many times in our journey thus far where i've had to like swallow take a deep breath and swallow real hard because i'm like okay this is I'm getting deeper and deeper and deeper. I mean, we've we've done the hot, the uh, living thing. Yeah. The, now we have the the car thing, and it's all been case, done just yeah. within months of getting together. So, um, but you know, I am following how I feel about you. I I really really care for you. The energies have approved, sealed, signed, and delivered to me. You gonna make me blush. Uh, and you know, I you sit down and you pray with me, and I, I just think that it's been a blessing among you know, this pandemic, that this is what has come of it for me. And it just keeps getting better and better. And there's so many goals and dreams that we have talked about. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that journey. I'm excited for you to see where I come from, my little country. Uh, You know, I wish I could show you, show you, because I will take you all the way to the hills where there's no toilets. I'll be like, you see them banana leaves? That was our our tissue. Listen, I will squat. I'll be like, this is why I am the way I am here, because I work real hard, and I earned this, and I deserve it. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good reminder, though. Like, it makes you humbled and grateful of where you are when you see where you come from. So Yeah, and at the same time, you know, I am... You know, yeah, we live in this beautiful building right now. Luxury building. We, you know, but I am, I am conscious that this could all be gone within a blink of an eye. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, you know, I'm grateful every I'm, day. I'm grateful every yeah. day. Um, and in the moments where I may sound like I'm not grateful, I catch myself and I'm just thankful. Yeah, I'm me thankful. Too. And I'm thankful for you too, because I love you. Yeah. You're my baby. But okay, on that note, we are back for the summer. This is season two. We're going to turn it up. The heat is coming, uh, both physically and in the podcast. I invite you all to please check me out on my YouTube, Juanqui Pro. Spell it out. Juanqui, J-U-A-N-K-I-P-R-O, Juanqui Pro. I do want to put out a disclaimer. You know, the YouTube streets, we call it the YouTube streets. In the urban sector of YouTube, the section that is mostly urban, gay urban content creators. It's very messy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you get... I mean, you. I do spirituality over there too, but like you might get some videos where you see me cussing up a storm or going at it with another fellow black and brown gay boy. 
uh, and we may be in battle, and you may hear me say things that are like <gasps> shocked, like, like oh my Ellie god, Watts like Ellie was shocked, shocked. Like, you know. <laughs> but um, just know that there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of videos. I mean, you fall down the YouTube hole, and then you realize, oh, this is why he's saying this, or it's this is why they're very fighting. Interesting. It's well, you came in. I've been in there for years now, but you came in recently. Yeah. What's your thoughts? I, the am, I feel like it's kind of like a reality TV show that you follow along, but in audio format. Some people are in video. You can see them. Some people you just hear, but you get to hear the backstory of a bunch of different people's lives. People that are just regular people. There's no uh, flashiness. There's no everybody got a million dollar house. It's just that raw gritty like natural this is who we are but fuck you and it's, mm -hmm. it's a whole lot of drama uh but some people you you get a couple of gems here and there too so i i love it it's just full it keeps me thoroughly entertained all the time and i i think that and plus you look real good on video oh my god stop it but i think you know um i think that there is something about that about that rawness and grittiness to it and at the same time having those deep moments and those moments that unify unifies everybody like we recently lost a moderator um in that sector and it just like unified everybody even if just for this weekend and then yeah. next week they're cussing up everybody back else with the guns blazing but everybody was able to put their differences aside their differences and just honor this one moderator and subscriber to us um that was very positive minded and it yeah. just out of nowhere boom COVID took her out that um, fast that it's fast like overnight like boom week. yeah overnight and so uh, yeah, you get these gems where you. It's, it was a moment for everybody to stop and realize, wow, we're still fighting this battle. You're here today, gone tomorrow. Literally. Literally, yeah. So let's just take this moment to just honor, um, our, our honor her and honor each other and uh, us being here. Uh, tomorrow we'll cuss each other out again. <laughs> but okay? today, let's be peace uh, and love. But today yeah. will be peace and love. So I, I invite you to come through, subscribe. Like and subscribe, I, comment. I, yeah, I do some some work over there too. And I try to come through a, a couple times a week live. I do my videos live. But um, shortly I will be um, doing some pre-recorded videos with you know better production and all that in there. So come through Juanqui Pro on YouTube. Thank you guys for joining us. We are back. We are back. Season two. Let us know. J and H podcast. All right, hope take us out. I'm in the mood for a switcher. I hit the function, hit the rose right till I hiccup. I hit the stage and leave with money that's a sticker. She picture perfect, so I told him I'm a flicker. Bill, I'm in the mood for a changer. Left out with the hooshi. Laying game like 2D. I've been kicking like Bruce Lee. Okay.